0: Hello, everyone. Um, Khalid Mohammed here. I thought about writing this long status update and explaining what I was thinking, but I thought, you know, instead of writing it, why don't I tell you how I, what I think about it? The last week, we have seen a big push for people to save a young man by the name of Shafka Hussein. Now, I understand the, the pressure of, well, you know, the police tortured him, and that's, again, the position of what people are saying. But if I were to listen to the left of light, le- the left side liberals, who want to give us the belief that the death penalty is wrong, I didn't hear the same fervor and the same the same demand for for someone's life to be saved for Soloth Meza. I mean, Soloth is a member of a political party. He's guilty of killing a, a number of people. But at the end of the day, we didn't hear people writing, spe- speaking on social media. We didn't see people writing editorials saying we should save him. We didn't see the international media picking up the story and saying, oh, but he's innocent and the death penalty is wrong and we should protect this person. I, I'm i struggling with this because the only time we hear these liberals saying this is when it suits their needs. I mean, the first time they spoke up was when the death penalty was lifted in Pakistan. The moratorium was lifted and people said that, well... Now we can execute all the terrorists, everyone who we've got, got sitting on death row for, for uh, crimes in the terrorism courts, we can put them to death. And we saw the liberals jump up and we saw the international human rights organizations jump up and say, no, no, the death penalty is wrong and you can't kill people and the, this is unacceptable. But when you've been convicted of a crime, I mean, I'm sorry, you've been convicted of a crime and you have the courts and that's where your argument is made is in the courts if we look at this from how it's handled in, in, the, in, in the United States and in other countries the media never takes a side whether you're innocent or not the media sits very quietly and says this is the story and it's up to the courts to decide you have the lower courts the, district court, the session courts, the district courts, then you have the, the high court then you have the supreme court and if at the end the Supreme Court says no, you can go to the President and say, look, we'd like to, we'd like you to sign a, a stay of execution and, and not kill this person. But at the end of the day, it's the court's decision and it's a legal argument all the way through. To say that one person was tortured and he shouldn't be executed because, well, the confession was gotten through torture. And to not make that same argument for another person really makes me question where your beliefs are on the death penalty because it's okay for one person to be executed because well, he's a member of a political party and he's committed these crimes. Those confessions could have come out through torture, but that's not what we're looking at here. And for another person, because he's just too young, we should just let it go and he was tortured and he's innocent. And Here's where my problem is. At no point has anyone said he's innocent and you should let him go. Everyone has said the same thing over and over, that, well, you know, he was tortured and that's how the confession came about and the courts only had the confession from torture and he shouldn't be executed. Why is no one saying he's innocent? Why is no one making the argument that he he should be set free? That the entire case should be set aside and he should be set free? Are we in the back of our minds in some place in some place saying that he is guilty of this crime? And if he is guilty, should he not be executed? Murder? The law of Pakistan says you die. It's just that simple. But when you start to draw this line, I'll play draw the line with you as well. If a 14-year-old boy in the United States picks up a gun, goes out and executes someone, he's tried as an adult. His juvenile status is gone. Because the, tri- the type of crime that it was, it's so horrific. It is so wrong against society's norms that that child is no longer treated as a child. He's considered an adult. The gravity of the crime escalates him beyond the juvenile status to adulthood. How are we saying that by raping and murdering a 7-year-old child, you have not reached that level of being charged as an adult? It just doesn't make sense to me. And here's my question. For about a month, we watched people protest outside of Lal Masjid, demanding that, that Abdulaziz be brought to justice, which is fantastic. I believe the man should have been executed when he was first arrested. But we had a Chief Justice that the same civil society went to the, went to the, the, the streets for and said, restore him, restore him, restore him, and the land will flow of milk and honey. We've seen the milk. We've seen the honey. And the same people that that stood up and fought for him are now back on the street saying we don't have a proper judicial system. That's great. But here's my question. You protested against Lal Masjid. The people involved in Lal Masjid have supported terrorists, which means death. That's an anti-state activity under the laws of Pakistan. You've issued a death threat that if, God forbid, one of these people who was out there protest- protesting had been killed by one of these, pro- these Lala Masjid Brigade people, that would have been a murder case, punishable by death. Would these left liberals be standing in a courtroom saying that they should not be executed even when they were the ones asking for justice to be done under Pakistan's laws? things that make me want to go I don't understand it's very easy to stand on one side and say well there's no justice that's great we know there's no justice but were you not the people protesting in the streets that we should have this judge back and the, everything will get better if we have this judge back now when you were the ones fighting for him how dare you tell me about human rights and when you're talking about human rights to me is Throwing acid on someone, not a capital crime. Should someone not be executed for that? Is raping a child and killing them, not a capital crime? Should they not be executed for that? You want to bring up Mumtaz Qadri for me? That man should have been executed the second day. When he stood up and said, I did it and I'm proud of myself for doing it, someone should have taken a gun and put a bullet in his head. Done and done. You've You've confessed to the crime of your own joy and said, I'm proud of myself for doing it. Yet he's still alive all the terrorists who have been released by the courts of Pakistan, who are guilty of their crimes and are now back in those terrorist camps and and committing more atrocities against children, against innocent civilians, threatening our, our Pakistanis, who's to blame for that? What I'm not understanding is where the logic is. Either you believe that everyone should be locked up and the state should pay for them to live for the rest of their lives while their victims sit very, 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 very quietly because they don't have a right to any justice. They don't have any rights. The person that was killed does not have any rights. But the person who committed the crime, they should be protected under the law. The same people who say they don't accept our laws, the same people who say they don't accept our constitution, should be given human rights? And I'll close with one simple question. We all know say its name. Can you tell me the name of his victim? That's the question we should be asking. It's why you've made such a big story out of the person who committed the crime. The person who was charged with the crime. The person that went through the courts and was convicted of the crime. Can you tell us who the person was that he actually killed? Who he, who he raped? Can you tell us who he was? What was his life story? What did he do wrong? How did he earn the right to have this done to him? And where are his human rights in this country we call Pakistan? The problem that we have in this country is that we forget the victim we always look at the perpetrator and say, oh my God, they're the ones who are the victims and not the people who were victimized. And I'm really sorry for all of those people that believe that I'm wrong, but I'm going to tell you clean and fair. When Lal Masjid happened, for six months before that, everyone from the media all the way to the civil society was screaming and yelling, why isn't there being action taken? Why isn't there being action taken? The day the first shot was fired, Everyone changed their position. Oh my God, they're killing innocent people. The army's killing innocent people. The army's killing innocent people. How did they go from being, inno- from being criminals to being innocent when they fired the first shot? The media and the rest of the world wouldn't be talking about to say. They'd be talking about his victim. They'd be talking about the victim's family they'd be talking about the person who lost their life because of this this person's brutality. It's for the courts to decide whether this man is guilty or not. It's not for us. You have a process of appeal in this country. You follow that process of appeal. If If the courts rule that you were unfairly convicted, then well and good. But if the courts decide that you were fairly convicted, then I'm sorry. I want to see you hang. Because as long as you don't make these people hang, the crime will repeat itself over and over and over and over and more people will be brutalized. In the span of the past month, we have not had a single day where a child has not been raped in Pakistan. And here we are, taking out international campaigns, screaming and yelling on social media, Save this pedophile's life. Save this murderer's life. Let him live. Let him live. He was tortured. That's for the courts to decide. That's not for you and me. That's why we have courts. And if you have a problem with the courts, well, then you need to take that up with the courts because I remember 2007 when all of Pakistan said the Chief Justice was right and the Chief Justice was right and the Chief Justice was right. And he's proven himself just as corrupt as we all said he was. And I am proud to say I was one of those people that stood back and kept writing and kept talking and kept saying that this man is corrupt and you are making a massive mistake. By putting him back on the bench. Now that he's back on the bench, well, now that he's retired and still taking benefits from the state, could you all tell me, was he corrupt or not? Our problem is that we don't believe in justice. No matter what happens in this country, we have a soft corner that says, look, maybe it was the police that did this. Maybe it was torture that got this confession. You want to fix that? Fix your police. Fix your courts. Get better politicians. But don't take the decision out of people's hands. There's a family today that is still waiting for justice. And you've taken that right away from them. Innocent or guilty, that is not for you to decide. That is not for me to decide. The courts made the decision. There's an appeal process. It's high court. Then supreme court. And if the Supreme Court says, no, I'm sorry, he's guilty, looking at the preponderance of the evidence, he is guilty, then you've lost. It happens around the world. That's why you have a judicial system. Think about these things. This is what the liberal left wants you to believe that they have the silver bullet, that execution is wrong, that the death penalty is wrong that our justice system is wrong. But it was those same left, si- left liberals who were standing up and yelling to the chief justice. It was those same left liberals that were standing up and saying, this man will bring us better si- a better judicial system. This is a result of the better judicial system that we were promised by that person. How long, how long are we going to listen to this? How long are we going to believe these people? Because tomorrow, they'll be standing defending terrorists and saying they shouldn't be executed either. I don't care if they've killed 200 people. Tomorrow, they'll be standing in the dock protecting target killers. Where are your human rights when it comes to the victims? Where are your human rights when it comes to the people of Pakistan? Your defense is for someone who is guilty in the courts eyes of pedophilia and murder you can argue it in the courts social media the government that's just pressure tactics that's just gamesmanship and it's what Pakistan has become when we can't prove our case in the courtroom we'll come out on the streets and say street power if you believe he's innocent Let him go. Let him out of prison today. And when he rapes and kills another child, then we'll ask you that. Was he guilty or was he innocent? Because I'm promising you that no matter how much you want to say he's innocent, no matter how much you want to say it was police torture that brought brought the confession, I'm sorry. Ten years, courtrooms, 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 courtrooms. And he hasn't been able to prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that he didn't commit this crime. That gives me pause and it should give you pause. Think about the last three days. Think about the children that are dead and ask yourself, what was the name of the victim? What was that seven-year-old boy's name? And why does the media and the liberal left not care about highlighting that little boy, but they're ready to highlight this one? And why are they willing to fight for this convicted criminal, but not the other one? Think about it.